This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hi, Raw Beauty Fam Jam. I hope you're all doing well, and I'm excited to do a short and sweet little episode today on what I feel is one of the most underrated forms of exercise out there. Don't worry, I am not sending you to the gym. If you love the gym, great, but I want to talk about walking in today's episode and how I'm using walking with many of my clients and myself as well to reduce anxiety, ruminating thoughts about body image or feelings of not enough, how we can use walking to really support our mental health and our physical well-being, of course, and a few ways to sort of up-level your walk if you're already walking and you want to just take it up to the next level, then we'll talk about what that will look like as well. Before we dive into that, I wanted to just touch base last episode. We talked a little bit about creating a morning routine that feels supportive to you. So I'm curious to know if anybody has shifted or tweaked their morning routine a little bit since listening to that last episode, hit me up in my DMs at Raw Beauty Talks and let me know what you tried this week. Did you start your day with water? Have you tried a little meditation, cold shower, or perhaps just trying that phrase, today is going to be a great day. Let me know what you took from that episode. And if you haven't listened to it, head back on over there, check it out. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Robbie Talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. Friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Let's dive in and talk a little bit about walking. I feel like so many people that I work with day to day who have struggled in their relationship with food and their body or who are struggling with anxiety or depression, feelings of not enough, hit a wall with exercise where they're no longer really feeling connected to it. It doesn't feel joyful to them. It feels like a chore. There's a negative connotation to it based on their experiences in the past. Maybe you forced yourself to go to the gym a lot when you were struggling with your relationship with food, or maybe you've never been able to keep a consistent track record with moving your body. And so you've created a narrative around not being somebody who moves your body consistently, where exercise isn't part of your routine. I think that Diet culture has really done a number on us in regards to our relationship with the gym. And so many of us grew up with a feeling of working out, running, going to the gym, exercise as being a means to lose weight or to mold our body into a specific form. Now, when I think about moving my body, it really is about improving my energy levels, supporting my mental health, allowing me to show up for the work I do and for my family. So wanting like strong physical state so that I can hold space for the people that I love and care about. It has really nothing to do with the way that I look. And it has taken a few years, well, almost a decade to get to this point. But I think that for anybody who's sort of navigating your relationship with movement and exercise, I would really encourage you to think about all of the ways that it supports you that have nothing to do with the way that you look, you know, supportive of your mental health, supportive of anxiety, supportive of depression, energy levels, allowing you to feel more self-confident. And then we also want to, of course, look at what forms of movement feel good for us, what are joyful forms of movement that we actually feel good while we're doing it. The thing that comes up most frequently in sessions when I ask this to clients is walking. People feel good when they are walking and it feels manageable. However, so many people have created this narrative of walking isn't enough. Walking, you know, I'm maybe not sweating as much as I would be if I was running or at the gym or at a workout class. And so it doesn't count. Well, let me dispel that myth for a second because walking is 
an incredible form of movement that has profound benefits, including improving our cardiovascular health, our muscle strength, it increases energy, it reduces stress, it improves our sleep, it is less stress on our joints than running. So for some people, that can be a really positive for our physical body. It improves circulation. And many people say that they feel a greater sense of joy, energy, vibrance. It's great for our posture because we're not sitting at a desk or scrolling on our phone or sitting at the TV. We're actually upright. In one study that I read in an article in Better, psychologists found that a 10-minute walk may be just as good as a 45-minute workout when it comes to relieving the symptoms of anxiety. So all my anxious little honeys out there, a 10-minute walk is an incredible way of just tempering that anxiety ever so slightly. I don't want you to just listen to me rattling off these stats and rattling off the benefits. I really want everyone to go out and experience this for themselves. At some point this week, maybe even while you're listening to this episode, what if you were to get up and go for a walk? One study also found that just 12 minutes of walking resulted in an increase in joy, vigor, attentiveness, and self-confidence versus the same time that is spent sitting. So self-confidence is, again, something that people are coming to me all the time looking for. And oftentimes we are given this misinformation that we'll find that self-confidence by losing weight or fitting into a different gene size, whereas What we know is that we actually find self-confidence in aligning ourselves with things that are supportive to our health and well-being and that feel aligned and make us feel good from the inside out. So I really feel like walking is one of the most underrated forms of exercise. And what I love about it is that you can do it anywhere. It is totally free. It's very hard to come up with excuses as to why you cannot walk. Of course, if you have a physical disability, this becomes a little more challenging and we can become creative around that. But for everyone else, walking, let's just open our mind to that for a second and see if we can fit it, actually tangibly fit it into our schedule this week. A couple of ways of up-leveling your walk. I did an interview with Dr. Daniel Amen. I'll link to that in the show notes, all about mental health and supporting our brain. And he said, I asked him if you could recommend one thing to support mental health, anxiety, depression, stress, feelings of overwhelm, what would you recommend to people? And he said, exercise, moving our body. I think most people feel like when they are able to move their body, you notice that shift. You know that it feels so good after. But part of the challenge can be getting there. And so I just love that walking feels like it's low-hanging fruit. It feels like it's much more accessible. You can do a 10-minute walk or a 30-minute walk or a 60-minute walk, whatever you have time for. I was at acupuncture this morning, and my acupuncturist is just, she's incredible. And I will say for anyone with anxiety that acupuncture is the one thing, the one thing that I can go to and notice an immediate shift in my anxiety levels just dropping down. And so I was talking with Julie about you know anxiety and all of this, and she reminded me that 
when we walk, if we're able to walk with a friend, a good friend who's bringing positivity and good energy into the space, that it sort of doubles down on the benefits that we receive from walking because as human beings, we co-regulate. So the individuals that we're surrounding ourselves with help our nervous system to either balance out or they might activate the nervous system more. But if we can walk and add in a good friend to that walk, then we're just going to be getting more benefits. I know a lot of us are working on schedules or have days where we can't necessarily meet up with somebody to get that time every day. And so what I would recommend in that case is to find a few really good podcasts that you love that inspire you or where you're learning something new, or maybe it feels just like you're listening to a good friend. And tune into that as you're walking so that you can really feed off of the energy of that host or that guest to elevate your walk that much more. I would also suggest if you're able to finding somewhere to walk in nature and listen, if you can't find nature, that's totally okay. You can get all the benefits by just going for a walk through the city or your neighborhood. But of course, if we are able to surround ourselves with nature, that's just going to bump up the benefits that we're getting that much more. A third and final thing to sort of help you elevate your walks is to try mindful walking. So mindfulness is the practice of bringing our full attention to the present moment. And I love to invite this into my life by kind of scanning through my five senses. So as you're walking, really tuning into what you see, what you taste, what you feel, what you smell, and what you hear in the present moment. So we're not thinking about that presentation that we're going to be doing or that conversation that we had earlier in the day or earlier in the week. We are bringing our nervous system and our sense of awareness into the present moment. Now, this is going to be a little bit more challenging to do if you're with somebody or if you're listening to a podcast totally possible, but it's an incredible practice if you're just by yourself. Michelle Campbell is who I've done a lot of work with and who we created our anxiety tool. We created our anxiety toolkit together, shared an exercise at one point, probably a couple of years ago when we were working together. And she encouraged me to walk for one block, thinking about something in the future something that's coming down the pipeline, and then to spend the next block thinking about something that has happened in the past. So take your mind and your awareness into the past. And then on the third block, bring your attention fully into the present moment and notice the leaves on the trees and the colors that they are. Maybe you can actually see the veins in the leaves with the light shining through. Hear the sound of that lawnmower or the barbecue or the dog barking. Maybe there's some kids playing off in the distance or even the sound of a mosquito. Maybe you can feel your feet as they move against the ground or the weight of them in your shoes. And you feel the sun on your skin or the cool air brushing over your arms. As we find a greater sense of 
presence and mindfulness in the moment that we're in, this is also incredibly supportive of our nervous system and our brain, reducing stress levels, helping to reduce anxiety or ruminating thoughts. If you're having a bad body image day, just get your butt outside for a 10-minute walk. And if you can, try to do it mindfully. If mindfulness feels too hard in that moment and your thoughts are just really sticky and and the rumination feels real or the anxiety is too high, then pop on a podcast or listen to some music that feels really soothing and relaxing. We're not listening to dark, sad, cry your eyes out music here. That is not what your body needs in this moment. We're listening to things that are going to feed and nourish you. I just want to be the biggest hype girl right now for walking and would love to encourage you to try and get out for a walk every day. If you can't, that's okay. No big deal. The walk is always available for you. If you fall off the wagon, you just come right back to it. For any parents who are like, I've got the kids, you know, I'm getting home from work and I've got the kids and I've got to do dinner and bedtime. We've started doing family walks just for 10, 20 minutes. And after dinner, we leave the dishes and out we go. We get some fresh air and go see the neighborhood. Do the kids always want to do this? No. Do I always want to go on the walk? No. Do we feel better afterwards? Yes. We sleep better. I also find I'm often really thirsty by the time I get back, so we're drinking more water. I mean, I can't shout loud enough the benefits of just walking, just walking. This has nothing to do with the way that you look and everything to do with the way that you feel, all right? Of course, if you're sick or you have the flu, you don't have to go to for a walk. Your body might be needing rest, but... Use it as a way to increase your energy levels, to boost your mental health, to support better body image, to really get that heart pumping and the feel-good hormones flowing. Listen to this podcast or I'll pop a couple other podcasts that I love down in the show notes for you and let's get out for a walk this week. All right, take a screenshot of wherever it is that you're walking, maybe share a link to this episode or share it with some friends. I would be so grateful. And let me know where you're walking this week. I can't wait to hear from you. Take whatever resonates, leave the rest behind, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app, and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, 
and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform. 